the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. And the crowd erupts into a chant of headline news, headline news. And the host steps up to the microphone and delivers. Drill, baby, drill. The president may not utter those words today, but he's about to announce a new push for domestic offshore drilling 50 miles from the Virginia coast. Virginia? Who would have known there's oil outside of Virginia? Fox News' Doug Luzidar reports from Washington. It follows through on a commitment the president made at this year's State of the Union address when he talked about U.S. energy policy. It means making tough decisions about opening new offshore areas for oil and gas development. A tough decision that may be embraced by many on the right, including perhaps former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin. What a ridiculous position America is in today, relying on foreign countries to produce energy for us when we have the resources right here underfoot. What this risks, though, is angering those on the left who see any new drilling platforms is a big setback. In Washington, Doug Luzader, Fox News Radio. So it's kind of an interesting story, right? Uh, Obama, Democrat, he's pro-drilling. Tends not to really fix that, fit into that mold, does it? Anyway, I don't know. My opinion is this earth goes hurtling in the sun at some point in time. Might as well go out and drill. I know, I know some seals are going to die. I know, I know. Uh, but man, we just got a big problem in the United States. And like, for instance, we got so much oil under Denver, under the Rocky Mountains, but it's crap oil. It sucks. It's dirty. It's slow. It's clogged. Basically, there's an idea out there that some businesses are trying to basically put heaters. I know you're saying heaters. Yeah, you put heaters miles under the ground so that it like turns the sludge into more watery, more liquidy oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're saying you totally digress, my friend. You totally digress. Elsewhere, it's been a great year for Ford. Toot, toot. Yeah, beep, beep. Ford Motor Company, the only U.S. automaker that did not take out a federal bailout money. They're enjoying record profits up 43%. You go, Ford. President and CEO Alan Mulally says he did not think twice about supporting other automakers last year when they appealed to the government for bailout funds. We went to Washington, D.C. and testified on behalf of our competitors that the government would help them temporarily. Of course, we didn't need the money at the time, but we thought it was so important for the industry and so important for the United States that we'd be supportive. It's good to see. Um, I'm interested from an investment standpoint how this plays out in the next couple of years. I've been so badly burned with the automakers that I don't put my hard-earned money into them. I, I don't get Ford. I don't get GM. I love their debt because I don't think Ford or GM is ever going to go out of business. Now, GM, they did. They did. They went bankrupt. So I've loved the debt of these guys, and I've bought the debt before, but I don't know. I, I, to me, something says Toyota makes a comeback. So if I were to play any of them, I'd say TM is the right way to go. Uh, my generation loves Toyotas. The kids today, that's what I'm worried about. Maybe they're going to say Toyotas are death traps. They're cars that are missiles that launch you into death. And I don't know, because I, I, that's what all the media is telling us right now. And how much, and trust me, we learn a lot from what the media tells us. 
we learned a lot, way too much. Anyway, long story short, I'm more of a betting man on Toyota than I am on Ford, but good story for Ford. USA, USA, USA. Elsewhere, if Google was looking for something that would trip up the great firewall of China, they found it when they included the letters RFA in their search code. Fox News Radio's Bill Marcus explains. RFA stands for Radio Free Asia, a no-no in China which blocks its access. Experts telling Fox News the added code frustrated searchers throughout China on Tuesday. But today the company blamed itself for a technical glitch. Or maybe it was the Great Firewall. Either way, says Google, searches in China are no longer blocked. Meanwhile, Google says they've been cyber-attacked in Vietnam, a virus targeting environmental critics of bauxite mining. In Shanghai, Bill Marcus, Fox News Radio. Did you know that Google, for all their fanfare of we're not going to censor China. We're better than that. We won't do their dirty work for them. Did you know that Google censors content that the government asked them to censor in France and in Germany? Eh, probably didn't know that. So how hypocritical are they? This is a scary story, ladies and gentlemen. If you need more reason to go with water or iced tea, a new study shows more ways soda can harm you. Fox News Radio's Carol Poulet reports. A message for all men. If you want to keep your sperm healthy, stop drinking soda. According to a Danish study, men who drink a quart or more of soda every day could be causing harm to their sperm. On average, they found men's sperm counts were almost 30% lower than in men who didn't drink soda. Researchers also found men who drank more cola tended to have unhealthy lifestyles, which can also lead to a decline in sperm count. House Call for Health, I'm Carly Pouliot, Fox News Radio. The sperm are being killed. We need to save the sperm. We need a foundation for this. We need a ribbon. We need to stop drinking soda. That sucks. Elsewhere, a man jumps off. Excuse me. Elsewhere, a man jumps to his death off the Empire State Building. Fox News Radio's Todd Starnes reports. Uh oh. Heidi doesn't have that one. So here's what this one sounds like. Ah! Splat. Wouldn't you love to see what a guy looks like after he jumps off the Empire State Building and kills himself? That is intriguing to me. Like, that should be a Google site. What should you look like when you jump off a building.com? That, that's something I would go to. I used to live in Turkey. And now you're saying, Rob, another personal story? Isn't that four? Is that one too many today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to live in Turkey. I lived in a city called Izmir. And it, had a, it, it was on the Mediterranean. I remember this very vividly. Crabs were purple and hairy. They had hairy crabs and... In Turkey, uh, they had dancing bears. They had, you know, pretty cool place to live. Like me growing up, I got to hang out in tombs and places like Ephesus, which, you know, uh, just a very, very, very cool place to hang, hang out. They say that Christ hung out in Ephesus as a, a teenager. I can't verify that. But there were some calcium mountains in Ephesus. And what's pretty neat about that, you're saying calcium mountains? I've never seen such a thing. From a distance, it looks like it's big snowy covered mountain, but it's not. It's calcium. It's made out of calcium. And what's cool about it is when it rains... Calcium acts as a purifier, so you could see 20 feet deep into the water. Like, you could see shells on it that kind of deep. It was pretty neat. But anyway, in Turkey, a lot of people jumped off, off their, their, their buildings. We lived in a, a penthouse suite because we're kind of a big deal. And, um, yeah, like, every now and then you hear this, like, just this, this really loud. And that's what it sounds like when air rushes out of a body after someone jumps to their death. Did we find that Empire State Building clip? Or did we not get it? Let's see if we can hear it. Let's see. No, no. She's, she's looking for it. Damn you, Heidi. Damn you and your, your, your fancy internet. 
800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. And here is that Empire State Building story. Cool about it is when it rains, that's me. Don't have it? Uh, you're fired. Boo. Intern C, take over the take over the panel. Heidi, you go and you you be demoted to running the the uh, Talk Nine Ten blog. And for the record, you can get to the Talk Nine Ten blog, and we've got the lovely, talented uh, intern running the blog today. And um, you can go to Talk Nine Ten dot com, and you can hit Rob Black, and then you can hit blog, and that's where fellow people like you who are listening to the show interact and go. What was that stock he just mentioned? What did he say about people jumping off buildings being cool? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Don't forget Friday. This Friday, not next Friday, this Friday, we're going to give away Dan Rusinowski's San Jose Shark tickets, his own personal set of tickets, which I have sat in his seats. and They're good. Um, yes, yes, I took them up for a freebie. I feel bad and pathetic about it. $200 plus value. We're giving away tickets to the April 10th game uh, against the Phoenix Coyotes. Ow! Um, 800-345-5639 if you want to get your calls on the air. Coming up, I got some stories on AT&T, how they're going to play out with the Apple iPad. How's it going to play? How's it going to play? As well as Sprint. They've got a big new bet on 4G. If you want the fastest internet service, it's going to be Sprint for the next year. Question is, are you going to drop your Verizon or your AT&T to go to a network that you don't really feel all that good about? It's a little bit on the wonky side. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Does money buy happiness? Well, do big houses, nice cars, and hot women make you happy? Then, yes, money definitely buys happiness. The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. There you are. Money buys happiness. We have a lesson learned for today. You can ta- contact me in a variety of ways, 800-345-5639. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. You can Facebook me, my group page. And again, I do not want to be your friend. Don't request me as a friend, but you automatically enroll into the group. I hate Rob Black. I hate Rob Black. Uh, bad economy got you down. You know what a lot of people are doing is they're finding out new ways of saving money. For instance, and I got chastised by a, a lady who uh, yesterday I talked about Trader Joe's. You can get shampoo for like a buck instead of paying four bucks at basically everywhere else you go. So it's pretty, it's, it's okay shampoo. It's not going to change my life or my world, but she chastised me. She goes, Rob, you don't understand that women spend $200, $400 on their hair coloring and you put Trader Joe's shampoo and it's going to all you know streak down the, the sink. And I, I guess I don't understand that. And yes, you're right. If you've got an expensive hair treatment, then absolutely you need to protect that investment with a proper shampoo. My advice is men don't really care about expensive hair treatments. Stop doing them. We want to look at your chest. We want to look at your earlobe. So put on a really, or like Heidi yesterday had a belt, owl belt on. I was like, that's cool. And uh, it's stylish. Um, a stylish necklace, earrings will take you far. Toning your hair five different colors, you just look silly to men. You just look silly. A good haircut's fine. I get it. I get it. A good hairstyling's nice, but you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for any other reason than than throwing money away on a $400 hairdo. Now, I was talking about people are finding ways of saving money, and you know what's the interesting one? And I didn't even I did not even see this one coming. It's obvious. It's frozen food. Why? Because fresh food costs more money. 
if you want fresh halibut or fresh salmon versus frozen halibut or frozen salmon, you're talking about a price difference of $10 a pound. And that's huge. That That's a meal. That's two free meals for some people, right? So also with frozen food, what do you do? You When you're done, you refreeze it, like right? Like there's not a lot of wastage with frozen food. So frozen food's on fire. The new ice age, as I like to refer to it, Breakfast items are up 10% year over year. Single meal Italian entrees up 9.2%. Frozen pizza up 8.3%. Frozen vegetables up 4.2% year over year. Now, I don't know the investment in frozen food. But when I see numbers like that, that's 10% growth? That's a hell of a lot better than our economy. So I'm I'm drawn to that. I'm drawn to numbers like that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. There's a new article out today on, on babies and women. This is good advice for all of our listeners. Yeah, there used to be a, a thought that stress would cause your baby to be born early or underweight. And what they're finding out that traffic doesn't st- traffic has no, no issue. Worrying about your job has no issue. But the only type of stress that poses a risk to your baby while you're pregnant is stress about the baby. Stress about you know if it's going to be healthy or not. So that's good news. Uh, don't stress about that and everything will be fine. So I hope. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I talked about AT&T. And, you know, the new iPhone, we know it's in the works. We saw it last night on Attack of the Show. It's got a, a screen that's twice the resolution. I mean, it's beautiful. Now, the clock's ticking for AT&T. You know, they've had this this battle coming for one year, two years, three years, where they had the exclusivity of the iPhone. And, you know, what happened was people in New York and San Francisco, we've bitched and bellyached and moaned and groaned. And because uh, we don't like AT&T's network. So AT&T is reducing, is racing right now to reduce dropped calls and speed up web surfing before Apple gets that new iPhone in the hands of Verizon. In mid-December, AT&T executives set up a 100-day plan to dramatically improve their 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 network and its ability to handle traffic. They repositioned antennas. They improved reception in office towers. They wired more neighborhood cell towers with faster connections. But even with its recent efforts, the network still, consumers are just dragging on it. How much of that do you think is marketing? You know, the whole, every time, every time you turn on the TV, Verizon is, is dissing, you know, AT&T's network. So some third-party tests have given AT&T nods for having a faster network, though. So they're doing what they can, but they're still pretty you know, punished for it. And they're doing what they can on the network speed, but their call quality still stinks. So they're, they're really lagging. And sometimes I think Verizon's a play. I think sometime in the next year, Verizon gets that iPhone, the Jesus phone. And I think you're going to see a lot of people dump AT&T. And a lot of people sign up for the new, better screen resolution Apple product tied towards Verizon. You know? Now, Sprint has got their own little venture in this game. Sprint is like the poor man. It's, they're the ghetto. Now, oftentimes on this show, I say, why would you want to invest? Why would you want to date the third prettiest sister? The one without teeth when you could date the, you know, the pageant queen and the model. Why would you want to date the one that's, you know, frumpy? Short, she's got a hairy lip, she's missing teeth. That's Sprint. So as an investment, why would you want that? Number three, wireless carrier Sprint, because maybe this is what it is. 
they've developed a 4G network. They got it in place. They've spent several billion dollars to build this wireless broadband network, and they're going to leapfrog AT&T and Verizon as far as faster connections for smartphones, for laptops, for other devices like the netbooks, um, other devices like the iPad. So the advent of 4G is cool. I'm really excited by it. I'm I'm really happy because I used to work for CNET Radio, and I'd, 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 I'd always go to those tech expos and... and you know, you would see a phone that could do some amazing, miraculous stuff. And by the time it got to you and by the time you got it processed through, you know, the network, it didn't really do all that amazing and cool stuff. You know, it wasn't that fast. It wasn't really showing you real-time mapping. It wasn't doing what it was advertised as doing. But the advent of 4G, it could present a, a do-or-die for Sprint and their long-term prospects. Palm, they uh, had that pre-smartphone, and they they pushed that into Sprint first and well, it had great fanfare, but it flopped. So the Apple iPhone, and we we heard a little business clip about this at the top of the hour, where BlackBerry users are starting to say, that Google phone, the Droid, looks pretty interesting. And that Apple iPhone looks pretty interesting. Like, I think we're starting to get away from the BlackBerry. I think it's starting to lose a little cachet. It's not there yet, but it's damn close. And when it's there, that, that party's over. I don't even... Oh, uh, Bold statement. I don't even know if we're using Blackberries in 10 years. I, you know, I understand that they got the enterprise angle, but the enterprise angle will be figured out by Microsoft. The enterprise angle will be figured out by Apple at some point in time. And to me, when you pick up a Blackberry, it's, it's, it's cool, it's nice, but it feels so yesterday. When you pick up an iPhone and you're like, ooh, this is sexy. I'm a sexy man because I got an iPhone. So Sprint bet on Palm and they lost. Verizon, they didn't have AT&T. And maybe AT&T took a lot of the lumps for Verizon. You know, what I mean by that was AT&T was so eager to sign up that they gave a good deal to Apple. Whereas Verizon's like, you know what? We're selling a lot of these Blackberries right now, so screw you guys. I'm, I'm going home. And AT&T's found out that they've got a lot of bad marketing because they found out that people who use the iPhone, the Jesus phone, that they actually like to download videos and they actually like to download music and they actually like to use the network. So it's been a little bit of a problem. Now, Sprint's unveiled what's called an EVO network, uh, EVO phone, and that's a new smartphone, and it's pretty cool. It's still no Jesus phone, but it's pretty cool. Now, AT&T, they're saying, we're going to really wait till next year to really push our network because we, don't, we think we can tweak a little bit more out of it now. And what standard's going to win and what standard's going to lose, we don't quite know yet. Uh, so AT&T's, they're betting on the most normalized standard uh, Sprint's betting on WiMAX, and WiMAX may not win. So it's an interesting battle, and I, I, I kind of like watching these battles from a distance because it, it's kind of sexy to me. New IPO today. Ticker symbol is M-E-R-U. And I bring this up because a lot of people like IPOs. They feel that they're sexy. You know, they're, they're new issues. No one's ever owned them. They're going to get good coverage from, like, the Bank of Americas and the Merrill Lynch's, and they're going to say good things about it. But this company called Miru Networks, and I don't know if I'm saying the name right, they're out of Sunnyvale. So they're a local company. They're right in our own backward, backyards. They're a provider of virtualized wireless LAN products and services that optimize an enterprise's network by combining all the advantages of wired network, which is performance, it's reliability, it's simplicity, with the advantages of a mobile network. Its mission is to help enterprises migrate their business-critical applications from networks to wireless networks. So, and become an all-wireless enterprise. So, taking a look at revenue, up 34% last year. That's sexy. But it's only $50 million. Like, I can, $50 million is like a hairball to me. I could work on it like, uh, uh, 
and like 20 minutes later, I'll, 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 I'll hairball out $50 million. That's not that impressive in revenue, but it's, it's a good growth, 34%. Gross margin is improving. A couple of years ago, they're at 47% of their sales, uh, you know, would boil down to the bottom line. Now it's 60%. That's pretty good. Some growth opportunities are compelling because the transition to all wireless networks seems to be taking hold and only in the early innings. The idea of the desktop computer, you know, having getting on your knees and getting the cable and pulling it and, and plugging the Ethernet in, it's kind of a pain. And companies didn't really feel comfortable enough to go all wireless before now because of reliability. And what this company does is reliable technology. So a lucrative catalyst in the coming years. Now, again, it's not the end-all, be-all. Wireless networking should be a seamless experience for customers who don't want to worry about technology. It's not the end-all, be-all. But this company's in the right area. They're helping education companies. You know, they're helping colleges. They're helping healthcare. They're helping hospitals. They're helping manufacturing. They're helping retail sectors where you want that wireless connection full-time and you want to give people devices that they can wander with. 800-345-5639. Take some on that one is M-E-R-U. Don't ever tell me I don't give you more a plethora, a veritable plethora of of investing ideas. 800 345 It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. This is a fun song to get a break to. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. Cars and women are expensive. With Rob's help, you can afford them. You're listening to The Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking typically all things financial. Thanks for listening. I do want to send out a heartfelt thank you from time to time. In large part, I do appreciate. I do appreciate. I know sometimes listen to a business show that's talking about saving money and it somehow intertwines, you know, poop stories into tragic losses in uh, insurance and proper insurance levels. I try to do my best for you. I really, really try to do my best for you as far as content goes. To get your calls in there, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Don't call me or email me and ask, what did you say about what company or what was the ticker symbol of that company? I'm not a freaking, freaking publishing company, so I don't have time to always look up what I said and, and give you the content. If you want to hear it, download the podcast. You can get it for free at Apple, iTunes Store. Search Rob Black and your money. Every day, Heidi works her little hiney off. And by little hiney, I'm saying figurative of, figurative, figuratively. Uh, I'm not saying anything else. Uh, she, she works hard. And she uploads that podcast typically by 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's there for you, for you to consume. And I ask you to go to Apple iTunes and don't ask me because I just don't have time. I know you're saying, God damn, Rob, you, or you really think you're, you're all that and wonderful. Um, no, I don't. So 800-345-5639 calls on the air. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. Let's go to calls. Nope, there's no calls. For some reason, I thought there was one. One of the big stories today is Obama. Obama. And um, where do I go with this? 
is Obama administration is going to propose allowing offshore oil and natural gas exploration and development in a huge swath of eastern Gulf of Mexico after months of criticism from Republicans who have made expanded offshore drilling a political rallying call. Yes, we've heard Sarah Palin talk about offshore drilling. Yes, we've heard it. We don't need to hear that sound clip again. So the Republicans, you know, they're, they're trying to appeal to people. And, you know, we got so much natural gas. We got a, a, too much natural gas in the United States. But there's a lot of natural gas and oil that's buried off the coast of middle and southern Atlantic states where oil reserve estimates are decades out of date. So Mr. Obama's plan would allow new oil and gas development off the coast of northern Atlantic states or California, whose political leaders have long opposed offshore drilling. So I don't think he gets anything done in California. But off the coast of Virginia, they'll say bring on the jobs. That's a, a state that needs jobs and they're willing to sacrifice, you know, a, a fish or two or a, an otter or two to go out and get the oil. The administration is going to call off a planned draft of the administration of former President George W. Bush that would have given oil companies access to Alaska's Bristol Bay, which is an area teeming with a wild sockeye salmon and many commercial fishing interests concerned about the impact of drilling on their livelihoods. Administration's plan typically is going to cover a period of 2012 to 2017, but it also modifies an existing five-year plan, which expired in 2012. So again, it's it's kind of nice to talk about Obama and not talk health care for a couple days, right? I'm sure I'll get back into it, but it's kind of nice. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, the other day we had a, a caller call in, and he asked a good question. He said, what's going to happen when the Federal Reserve stops buying mortgages, will interest rates go higher? And I said, very likely, yes. Now, there's a story out today that kind of counters me a little bit. It doesn't prove me wrong, but it says, hey, here's another opinion for you to look at. And it's tied towards the Federal Reserve. Their completion this week of the program to buy $1.25 trillion in mortgage bonds, probably not going to mean the end of low-cost loans. Or it's probably not going to mean the start of a march to higher home loans. What's happening is investors are replacing the Fed. Investors are looking for a safe return, so they invest in mortgages. Fixed mortgage rates will likely rise less than a quarter of a percentage point during the next three months. That's the smallest increase for the second quarter since a drop in 2005. The gain would add about $30 to a monthly payment for a $250,000 mortgage. So that's worthy of note. That's a good lesson to quickly learn. It's a lot of people think that home prices are because of home prices. They move up or down. But a lot of times what you don't realize, it's the value of the dollar and the value of the the mortgage. Because as Americans, let's say, you know, we have a $250,000 mortgage or a $400,000 mortgage or a $600,000 mortgage. We know that we could pay $3,000 a month. Now, if the mortgage is, you know, at half a percent, we can afford a much more expensive home. If the mortgage is at 10%, we can afford a, a lot less expensive of a home. So watching mortgage rates does tell you a little bit about housing prices. One of the reasons houses are so expensive still today is because of the low cost of money. Will my million-dollar house be worth a million dollars when mortgage rates go from 5% to 8%? Not a chance on the planet because the number of people who can buy it are severely limited. So kind of works like that. Let's go to Jay in San Jose. Jay. Hi, Rob. Um, love your show, by the way. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I'm a 30-year-old software engineer. I have about uh, about 100, 120K in my 401K from a company that I recently just left. 
And I started a new job, and the new company does not offer uh, 401k plan. So I was wondering what I should do with that 401k and if I should try to roll it over to a Roth IRA, because I heard in 2010 you can do that without um, a penalty or maximum income level restriction. Jay, I fell asleep during your question. What was it again? No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I heard it. Basically, you have a 401k with an old company that no longer has a 401k, and your new company doesn't have a 401k, and you want to know what to do, right? Right. Okay. Um, do you have the money to cover the taxes of converting your 401k to a Roth IRA? Do you have a little extra money this year? Yes. Okay. You sound young. You sound under the age of 40. Is that correct or close? Okay, I would I would highly recommend you consider converting your 401k to an IRA and then converting the IRA to a Roth IRA if you could afford the taxes. If you need me to send you an article on it, I'll gladly send you out an article on Roth 401 uh, the Roth conversion. Um, but absolutely, if you could afford the taxes and also I think another question for you Jay is do you think you're going to be in a high-income bracket in retirement? Or do you think you're going to have money to spend in retirement? Or are you one of those guys, Jay, that like you're a social services worker and you're, not, you're never going to have a lot of money? Um, I, I think I will have money. I'm a software engineer, so okay. I'm hoping that we'll continue. I love engineers because you guys make a lot of money. So, um, What type of software do you engineer, out of curiosity? Because that's cool to me. I do um, IPTV stuff, so, so it's kind of like video over uh, internet. Okay. What what what's going to happen there? What what do I need? Like, give me something. Give me some cool tech news that I don't know. Um, I would say look out for video on iPad. That's okay. going to be big. I know e-readers is a big thing, but video on iPad is going to be huge and it's going to take off. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, yeah. Um, absolutely do the 401k to an IRA conversion. You could call Fidelity or Vanguard 800, Fidelity 800 Vanguard. Do the conversion first, and then you're going to have to do another conversion the IRA into the Roth IRA. And, um, so, yeah. Sorry, last question. Um, Go ahead. When I do the conversion, do I have to pick my own funds, or will those guys be able to help me out? They can help you out, or you can pick your own funds. I recommend a website called Morningstar.com. There's there's a pretty good tool there. Fidelity's got a pretty good tool that'll analyze Jay and Jay's income and Jay's spouse and how old Jay is and how long he has to invest and what type of investor he is. And after about 20 minutes, it'll go, here's here's some ideas for you. Um, but it takes a little bit of time to go through the Morningstar's uh, portfolio analyzer. And uh, Fidelity's got one as well. So I, I, I'd go that direction as far as picking choices, Jay. And I, I can help you on a simple level. I think you want index funds. I think you want some large cap exposure, some mid cap exposure, some small cap exposure, some international exposure, and some sort of value or income exposure. So there's those are five ideas right there. And if you were to start with twenty percent of each, Jay, that's not crazy. And then at that point in time, you can go, well, I don't really feel comfortable about small caps because we got this recession going on. So maybe you cut the small caps to ten percent and add that extra ten percent to Asia, or you add that extra ten percent to large who's got that big international Asia kind of uh, footprint. So I'd start with something like that. And thanks for the call, Jay. So when you're young and you're beautiful and you're a software engineer and you're under 40, it's really about accumulating assets than it is about managing assets. And the mistake that people make is they want to pick the right, they, they want to pick the right price for the company that they buy. They don't understand that it's picking the right company is a lot more important than picking the right price of the company. I'm not telling you to ignore it. 
I'm just saying, picking the right company is a lot more important. I'll gladly overpay for Apple. I'll gladly overpay for Apple. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. today. I feel like I'm on the baton death march. I feel like this show is just never going to end on me. But a little tech talk, a little what's going on out there. The iPad shipments, uh, estimates have doubled. So there's strong demand for this. A lot of people were waiting and seeing, is there going to be demand on this on Wall Street? And previously we said 5 million for the calendar year. 5 to 6 million. Now we're looking at 8 to 10 million. Apple did something interesting. They changed the date that they're going to deliver the iPad on their, their, their webpage. Strong demand. They've sold out the first round. So um, suppliers expect about 2.5 million iPads in the first three months, about a million iPads. Uh, every one million iPad Apple sells says, you know, you add another 25 cents on earnings for Apple. So there's going to be some earnings upside. This is still a good time to own Apple shares, and it's at an all-time high. And I feel ridiculous saying that. Um, I think momentum's there. I think demand for their product is there. And I think short-term, there's going to be some upside to some of their numbers. Uh, they just do a great job at marketing. Elsewhere out there, Intel is in the world of tech talk. They did something today, not a lot of fanfare. But they launched a new server. It's the new Xeon 7500 Neelum processor, also known as the 6500. So they, offer, they launched two, 7500 Xeon, 7500 Xeon 6500. And you're going, Rob Black, why do I care about this? This is a server that has support for up to eight cores. That's pretty hardcore. I didn't mean to do that. Um, about 35 to 40% of the market right now is single core servers. So there's a lot of really, really old semiconductors out there in the world of servers. And Intel got this product out on time into an economy that's doing okay, into a product cycle that's it's about time to upgrade. So Intel... It's not going to go out and change the world. And I'd rather hear Intel has won some sort of big semiconductor deal to be in Apple phones. I'd rather hear that than to hear, yeah, they got a new server chip out. The new server chip isn't so bad on one level as well. eBay doing something interesting in the world of technology. What is eBay doing? They're doing what are called flash sales. And I'm not... I didn't know what a flash sale was. I had to read a little bit more about it. But ultimately, it's a high-end fashion brand. And they basically put it on sale, offering 50% off, 50% off for the next 24 hours. So it's a limited time. And, you know, they got a French connection group. Uh, Hugo Boss did it. Don, Donna Kenny, DKNY, uh, Max Mara. So this is a pretty popular way of selling high-end fashion. Now, the question is to you, I just did a story about eBay selling high-end fashion. When the hell did they get into the business of selling stuff? Don't they introduce boy and girl and say, hey, if you want to sell, for instance, if I were a retired guy and I'm a man's man, I like swinging a hammer, I like cutting a saw, I'd put an ad on eBay where I'll I'll build you a sandbox. I'll build you a sandbox. Um, And I could put a big picture of me with my shirt off and all sweaty and lubed up. 
and I got a beautiful sandbox next to me, so you kind of see what you're getting. And I'll build you a sandbox for 100 bucks. I'm in the market for a sandbox right now, and I'll tell you, they're 200 bucks, and I want to spend 100 bucks. I know that this would sell well on eBay. There's a lot of people out there like me who want a sandbox, but they don't want to spend 200, they don't want to spend 100. So I'd do that on eBay, and you know, maybe I'd, I'd go for 150, maybe 175, maybe 200. Maybe people would go, he is so good looking, I'm paying 225. He's coming to my house and making me a sandbox. So that's how eBay works. You know, odd guy has an odd business. Odd person needs an odd business and boy meets girl. And that's how eBay's always worked. They, they don't have inventory. The beautiful thing about them is that they were a, a retail company that didn't have inventory. Well, they say they're still not going to have inventory so that they're just going to do it. They're going to stay, you know, into a neutral third party stance, but they're going to let some of these designers flash sell their stuff. And they're just trying to get word out there like, Hey, damn it. We're still relevant. So that's all they're trying to do. And I I get it, I suppose. To get your calls in there, it's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. In business time today, which I didn't get to the second version of business time, but I had a second story for you. It's it's the German jobless rate. It's it's at 8.5%. You go, why do I care? Well, Spain's at 20%. The United States is at 10%, 9.5%. 9 California's at 12 plus. So Germany's got this huge... Thing. They're Europe's biggest economy. So when you look at the euro, you have to look at Germany. When you look at business that America does on an international level, you got to look at Germany. So unemployment declined from 8.7% down to 8.5%. Basically warmer spring weather. It generally helps bring down the figures. It revives construction. You know, you want to swing a hammer for a living. You got that butt crack showing. You, you got to do it in good weather, not bad weather. You can't swing a hammer in cold weather because it's just too darn cold. So the spring revivals reach the labor market, and we're adding some jobs. And again, it tells you that there's some seasonal influences, right? Does that teach you anything about seasonal influences? Sometimes with your data, you got to go, well, let's see how they do. Let's see how they do in the winter when they're not getting those seasonal influences. Same thing with home sales. A lot of people buy their homes in theory in April, March, uh, March, April, May, June in the springtime because they want to do it. You know, springtime, summer when the kids are done with school. And they want to move their kids before school season starts again so that kids could be, you know, settled down. So a lot of people look at home sales and they go, those numbers aren't good. Let's see how they look all for the whole year when you take away some of those seasonal influences. So I know you're saying, Rob, can you say seasonal influence one more time? Seasonal influence. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. An industry that I'm glad is dead because on occasion I'll turn the dial. And there's a show that sucks on radio called... Sarah and Vinny, and they do their show on 97.3, and I think the show sucks. I think Sarah sucks. She's a little midget. He's a little midget. I used to see them in the hallway of CBS. I think she thinks she's relevant and cool, and she's not relevant and cool, and I think if you think she's relevant and cool, you're not relevant and cool. I think you're probably watching Jay Leno. Anyway, she's doing this big event right now where she's doing karaoke, where she's going to get her band together and sing pop songs for you. It sounds about like the most miserable night of my life. I would rather you t- put my molar teeth back in and then take them back out with a wrench. I couldn't imagine. And just to show you how non-relevant she is, sales of karaoke machines are dying. I know. I know you're saying, yay. We no longer have to listen to, to guys who think they can carry a Frank Sinatra tune. 
We no longer have to listen to people who think it's fun for three drunk girls to pretend they're the Spice Girls. Karaoke hit a peak in 2002. Annual sales of karaoke machines and software have plunged 80% to barely $40 million. In 2002, we did $200 million of karaoke machines. Now, this this story may not tell all. It may not. Why? Because what have we done with, with our karaoke? Well, first and foremost, we're not going out as much. 2002, the economy was chugging along. Chugga, 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 chugga. Let's go out, get drunk, and have unprotected sex with girls that we meet at the karaoke bar. That's a good night out when you have a job. <laughs> when you don't have a job, not so fun. That $60 to $100 bar tab, not so fun. So the karaoke's outlets are moving from the bars to home. People still karaoke, believe it or not, but they do it on their Nintendo Wii console. They do it on their iPod. They do it through their MySpace. So people are karaoke at home. It's like the opposite of going out. It's the staycation or the stay home and party. So the karaoke machine was already falling from grace, though. Consumers last year, you know, rated it the most irritating gadget of all time. And I, I think that's probably the most irritating gadget of all time. The other most irritating gadget of all time? The alarm clock. People find alarm clocks irritating. I don't know. I don't find my alarm clock irritating. But then again, I don't have one that goes, Aah! so I guess that would be pretty irritating. Although I just did that and I probably irritated you. Hopefully I shook a people meter into, into picking me up. Uh, maybe you're a people meter and you're walking by a car and they just heard me do that. So maybe, 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 maybe I got another rating point. Ding, 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 ding. So also another uh, annoying gadget, believe it or not, is the mobile phone. I don't think I would have put that on there. So the singing machine, the off-key singing machine, that's what it should be referred to. Uh, it's dead. So rest in peace, off-key singing machine. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. And one more good fun story. A Wisconsin college is doing something smart. They're basically changing the way their company or their the, the college is sending email. The University of Wisconsin-Green Bay They've switched the default font on their email system from Arial to Century Gothic. Now, let's, t- let's take a second, and why do you think they did that? Why would a college change their, their font, and why would Rob Black be talking about it? Sounds minor. Now, the school's director of computing, she says the new font uses about 30% less ink than the previous one. So it's ultimately going to save them, it could add up to real savings, since the cost of printer ink works out to about $10,000 per gallon. So they're basically want to use 30% less ink. Now, we could all do that, but we won't because we don't like our Century Gothic. We like our Arial font. But interesting to note, like some, some people figure this stuff out, and good for them. And one final story, and this is a sad story. Ireland's famous pubs and pints, they're getting hit from the worst recession and their worst year. This just makes me want to cry. The bad news is there's no guarantee that we're going to all drink up and, and perk back up. So during the deep recession of unemployment, Ireland's per capita alcohol consumption fell by about 9.6%. And it's now 21% from its all-time high in 2001. So the Irish, go kiss me an Irish person. They're not drinking, they're not boozing up like they used to. This is tragedy. This is why we need our economy getting working in the right direction again. Worst year in the industry in living memory. So being an Irish pub, not so good right now. Friday, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. Friday, 
I'm going to give away Dan Rusinowski's very own Sharks tickets. On this show, probably around 11.10, five minutes before we talk to him. It's the Sharks versus Phoenix game, April 10th at 7.30. This is $200 retail value. This is worth listening for and uh, using your fingers. I don't know what we're going to do, though. I don't know. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.